and welcome everyone to the newest volume until the next newest volume of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. And I'm Kelly. See, didn't you like that new intro? I thought that worked that's out pretty well. awesome. Yeah, thank you. It's Just working awesome. through stuff, you know. Ooh. You can say like, welcome back. And I mean, what else are you going to do, really? I know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe if we had sound effects and other stuff. Or well, not. Look, I did the shock jock thing in, in college. <laughs> I, I wasn't planning on doing that for this, but <laughs> we yeah, could. Yeah, but we might be covering like the Razzies later. And I think it could be fun to have like some slide whistles and whatnot. Wah, wah. Do you have anything on your phone, like an app for your phone? Uh, no. Okay. We can get that set up, though. I think you can get an app, and then I can hook it into my mixer, and we just play it that way. So we can do that maybe for next week. I do, I gotta be honest, I wish we had that for this movie, because, (gasps) yeah, yeah. How dare you, sir? I gotta be, I learned a lot of things I remembered. I guess I had suppressed memories. Um, Oh, dear Lord. Yep. I guess I had seen this before and completely <gasps> forgot about it. Yeah, because of how much I don't care about this movie. And I know we have pl- I know Kelly is shocked. Go ahead. Let it out. I got lots Go ahead. Let it out. <laughs> okay, well, this is one of my favorite Guy Ritchie movies by far, and I like that they left it open for a sequel. Well, don't I Geez, spoiler alert right there. Uh <laughs> Yes. They leave yes. everything up for a sequel. Well, that's know. true. That is nope. That is very true. Um, but this movie in general, I'm gonna have to rely on you to do a lot of the talking besides my bitching because I, I don't know what it is. I could not care less about this movie whatsoever. The problem, Ian, is you just cannot relate to the thug life. Is what it really breaks down to. That criminal element is just nowhere in your body. I liked Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. And, of course, I like Snatch. Then why don't you like this? Oh, I thought you were going to play off the easy joke there. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't... Okay, well, let's let's backtrack a second here. So, first, we had originally said um, we're going to try and do good movie, bad movie, good movie, bad movie, like that way. Right, or now, at least one that we don't hate. Right. Now, Kelly has had to deal with a lot of my picks, obviously, Horrible. throughout this... <laughs> throughout this uh, time of Ian hates movies. So this was a Kelly pick, you know. So it's like Seinfeld. This was this was a Kelly pick, um, not a not a Gene pick. No. So I I was like, yes, Guy Ritchie. I haven't seen this one. This is gonna be good because I like Snatch and Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Like, yay! This is gonna be it has great. Victor Doom in it. I mean, it's just a win win. That that's what I was thinking. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> That was not the case. So let's just at least start with the intro here. The movie we're talking about is Rock and Rolla. So that's all in one word. R-O-C-K-N-R-O-L-L-A. Right? Yep. So, yeah. And it was in 2008. So it was after he flopped with a couple of movies. Um, the Madonna one and Revolver and I think something else. Right, but those weren't. This is another one of his. He both writ, he write and direct this one. This is going back to like Snatch. This is going back to Lockstock. This is right. oh, his picture. Oh, very true. Um, so I, I count I count that as his stuff versus him just directing or him just you know writing towards it. Um, and it was right after. I mean, it's a year later after um, Gerard made his initial big scene uh, with uh, three hundred in yep. uh, two thousand seven. Right, and it has. Who we talked about last uh, episode when we were talking about the Dark Tower? It has Idris Elba, and who else? Um, Tom Hardy. 
before he became the Tom Hardy that he is today. Right. Yeah, I don't know how many, you know, allegedly, how many steroids he did to get from this movie to Warrior. That's for sure. Yeah. Like I mean, that even is. A, he was huge in Inception too. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Wow. Oh yeah. Maybe that's how he got so big. It's just like wow. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait till we do that movie. By the way, I just what don't want to watch it again. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> or yeah, or Bane or whatever, whatever he jacked up guy he plays now for everything. And I still haven't seen The Revenant because one, I don't give a shit, and two. It's already fucking cold outside. I don't know if anyone knows. I'm in Boston right now. It was 60 the other day. It is now 10 degrees and snowing. Um, so fuck all of this, by the way. Like, seriously. <laughs> that's fucked up. And <laughs> so I don't need to go to see a movie to feel cold when I'm already fucking cold. I don't need it. So and I'm from sunny Miami right now where it's a bombing 86 degrees, uh, so I, I can't relate at all. <laughs> no, so you can go see The Revenant. You can go really – you can yeah, enjoy it. It's, it's still one of those absolutely no interest. And yeah. from what I've heard, there's a lot of it where I'm going to be like, I'm going to be sick because I can't do that kind of graphic. Oh, like, right, right. No, I'm good. I don't – bear attacks and up close, no, I'm good. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna watch a movie with bear attacks, you should watch that one about the guy that Grizzly does. Man. Yeah, Grizzly Man. It's <laughs> that fucking documentary Who gets that eaten at the end. Yeah, that fucking Best weirdo. Best movie ever. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're like really dumbass. Good job. <laughs> yeah. you really think this was gonna happen? They're fucking. Really? They're fucking bears. Like <laughs> Grizzly bears. Yeah, like, really? Seriously. <laughs> dumb, dumb dipshits. Uh, anyways. <laughs> yeah. So we once again we got off track, but yes, that right. is. So you consider this the an official Guy Ritchie movie. So this I thought. Official. So yeah. I, I can go with that. So I thought that this was gonna be, you know, I was gonna hit the home run again with this. It's gonna be a trilogy that that I enjoy. Like everything's See, gonna I be think great. That's that's and that's why you set yourself up to fail. You've already overly hyped it. But you, you overly hyped like, it. Last no! yes, we can look no! back to last week no, and hear no, all no. of your praise for this movie. <laughs> Yeah, good, good retort. No, <laughs> just because it happens to be one of my favorites, you should know better than to base it on that. I like Star Wars. Remember, you yes. should not well, base we, it on that. We have similar interests besides Star Wars, so that's why movie-wise, we have matched up on things before. And I remember telling people to get them ready for this episode. I said we're doing Rock and Rolla, and a lot of people were like, "Oh yeah, that's a really good movie." Like so, why can't I go by the hype? But then because you're Captain America and you're a Boy Scout and you cannot relate to this type of intrigue. This, that is the craziest. You're you're absolutely right. I am Captain America. That that that's fine. You're you are correct. But then the movies that I watch are, I mean, I watch so many different movies, and most of them have some type of a quote-unquote bad character that I love more than other yeah, things. Yeah, but no, that's different. You can have a dark movie. We'll take your Donnie Darko. You can have a dark movie and still not have a thug movie. Well, this is a yes. thug movie. Well, Donnie this Darko... Is a criminal element movie. Donnie Darko was the hero, so that, you know, that, Look, that's I'm fine. I'm just saying, you can have those dark characters yes. and it not be criminally related. But I told you, I love Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch. Like, I love I those love movies. They're the exact same thing. I guess, I, but I think that's what killed me about this one was the storyline to me was very boring and it was just following <gasps> a very formulaic look at what Snatch used to be. And at least with Snatch, and look, I'm no Jason Statham fan. Like, he can't act worth a shit. Ooh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But in those movies, he's fine. But, he, I mean, think about Brad Pitt in that. Think about um, uh, Tommy. 
Like, think about all those great characters from Snatch, and yet, to me here... Yeah, but you get that in the Wild Bunch. See, I don't think me? so. Absolutely. That's the that's I, stupid I bullshit love... about the Wild Bunch. They were setting that up before the sequels. They're setting the Wild Bunch up because the Wild oh, Bunch aren't really that wild in this movie. I'm just saying, they're, they're not that great. So... It's an intro, and I love Johnny Quid. Are you kidding me? Come on. Like, those are... It's still a great character. Stella's kind of boring. I'll give you that. Everyone's Archie, boring. Love Archie. Holy Everyone's crap. boring. That's no. all. Yes, they are. Every single no. person in this movie is a no... Is a nothing. <laughs> we just don't match up on this one. That's fine. There's been movies you haven't matched up with. So, this is just... I'll have the differing opinion. It's fine. Yay. So... By the way, not everyone shares your opinion because Rotten Tomatoes is 59%, which right there is my cutoff. I wouldn't ever even see this movie if you hadn't recommended it because I don't go below a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's interesting because uh, they have it at a 7.3. On IMDb. Right. But remember, haven't we talked about how IMDb is always higher than Rotten Tomatoes? Because I think they just get people... It's usually not that big of a difference, though. Are you sure? Not to that extent. Yeah. Hmm. I think we could I think we could look into that. All right, we can dredge up some stuff. We don't have to do that now though. But No, next time. So let's I mean I personally think what turned you off here is because you were in flashbacks from Entourage because of Jeremy Piven. <laughs> and we all know how much you love Ludacris. That's why this just went downhill for you. Oh, you think when I saw that I'm just like, Oh, Ludacris, I'm done oh, with this. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, look, I still love one of my favorite, like, probably, like, top 50 movies or something for comedies and all that kind of stuff. I, PCU is amazing, and Jeremy Piven is amazing in that movie. So I have nothing against Jeremy Piven. But okay. this, I don't know. I like Tom Hardy. I like Idris Elba. I don't give a shit about Gerard Butler, like, at all, ever. Yeah, surprise me at yeah. all. Um, who else? Oh, well, I saw, I keep, whenever I see... Um, and I forget his name in the movie, but he was one of the, I don't know if he's considered one of the Wild Bunch, but the older guy, um, not Cookie, the older guy who was dealing cards at some points, he, he's the one that asks um, Bob about, uh, Tom Hardy, about um, going to prison and all that kind of stuff. He was the one, right, right, right. you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't just, have him written. I don't remember his name, but he, I remember him all the time. That It's um Jeff Bell is his name. He played... Tommy Hatcher in Green Street Hooligans. So anytime I see his fucking face, I'm like, you killed that guy in the movie, and now I'm I'm still pissed at you for that. And I know that guy was a West Ham fan, so who cares? But I cared at that point because he was just trying to protect his brother's uh uh son. And that's I was uh so angry. Anytime I see that scene, it's all Elijah Wood's fault too. We need to do, by the way, we need to do a Ian Hates movies on Green Street Hooligans for sure. Um, because I just want to talk about that now the whole time. So let's all right, let's go back to the movie. Right. Okay, so how do you want to go through this convoluted, easy to telegraph storyline that you love so well, much? Well, then I mean, if you have it down pat, I feel free to just r- run through it, and I can just throw in my little two and three cents there. Well, here's it's a Guy Ritchie movie again, where it's so formulaic that you know that there are a bunch of different storylines of all bad people. There are no good people in it, so it's all a Which bunch awesome. of different, all a bunch of different thug groups, and. Yeah, well, 
levels yeah. of criminal elements. Yeah, level. So they're the higher ups, and then the lower levels, and the mid cards. Right, right. I mean, yeah, you're dealing with corporate corruption on top of just straight up people robbing each other versus you know hitmen, all the good stuff. I mean, we we get the fantastic music angle that gets thrown into that because they're all wrapped up in that as well. Yes, they do do, and the music I'm fine with. The music I was fine with. The way yeah. it was shot was fine, like cinematography wise. There wasn't anything that. Um, it just it was it screamed Guy Ritchie. Uh, I'm going to remake my previous films, but not as well. Like that's that's what it's. <laughs> I'm sorry. But that's just it, though. Is it's one of those. That's how he shoots all of his stuff, though. Like yes. I mean, that's he, that's how he shot the Sherlock movies, and that's how he shot Man well, that's, from Uncle. It's that's... it's one of those. I'm gonna give you. You're gonna get a layout of characters, and somehow they're all gonna interact, which is kind of awesome because as a writer, that's a bitch to do. Or you could actually all work out fairly well. Or you could be like Tarantino and do it perfectly all the time. Uh, Let's not compare those two. Well, yeah, I mean, Guy Ritchie is so far. I mean, it's not even in the league. That's the the angle I'm taking on that one. Because Guy Ritchie can tell a story without obliterating people. Oh yeah, disgusting and gross for no real reason. So by the way, so that that whole painting angle in this movie about where you never awesome. see the painting yeah wasn't awesome. wasn't stolen from pulp fiction at all no oh no no it wasn't no, no from the briefcase that you never see what's in it no. And, oh no no okay interesting no, this is a much bigger impact than pulp fiction absolutely absolutely not it, and it was it, absolutely and it made it more of a it was a more of a fun com- comic relief thing versus pulp fiction you just always want to know what the fuck's in the briefcase yeah because it was done better that's the gimmick. No, not even close. The gimmick was done better. That's just the way it is. Ugh. It's okay. It's all right, Kelly. Don't give me. Paul Pitchin is such an incredibly overrated crappy. Oh movie. my! Oh my God! I'm gonna reach through the Skype. How, such a how, crap. Oh, movie. that is that is one of the most insane things I've ever heard in my life. Oh. All right. So we are definitely doing an Ian hates movies for Pulp Fiction for sure. There's no doubt. There is nothing it's overrated about that movie. Forrest Gump too. Oh, we're definitely doing a Forrest Gump one. That's that's a guarantee. I have some people that want in on that because they actually oh, like so, Forrest I'm Gump. I'm very looking forward to Pulp Fiction because I will rip the shit out of this movie. You can't. It's a craptastic oh, movie. Oh, my God. There are some of the greatest scenes in movie history in that movie. Oh, 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 oh you mean most plagiarized scenes? Because they're plagiarized crap from what? they're so easy to make fun of. No, it's not. Who's making fun of them? They're talking about how great they are. You're talking about I'm that Marcellus so Wallace scene later. in the beginning. Oh, you're... Oh bad all right now such a bad movie now i can't wait to rip this movie apart some more knowing knowing how <laughs> knowing that you think you're going to be able to rip pulp fiction apart you feel like you're personally slighted because you have to like a crappy movie no no i'm not i'm not personally slighted because obviously you're personally slighted by this shit movie so oh, see see now now the attacking begins we haven't even <laughs> dived into it yet i see how it is no it's cool i'm just glad we found this thing to make this whole review interesting because I think <laughs> I think if anyone else was listening, they'd be like, "This movie really blows." Like, why are they doing? Like, I'd right. rather watch Fantastic like, Four again. Uh, Sorry, that was low blow. That was, was that was a low one. I understand. Most people reach when they can't defend. It's fine. I didn't say Star Wars. Continue. <laughs> All right. So, interweaving storylines of different levels of crime and blah 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 in what are they in london where are they yes yeah okay so they're in london and it's a real estate guy is that the is he real estate in london a real estate scam pulls pulls together millions of pounds up for grabs attracting some of the city's 
scrappiest tough guys along with established underworld types, all of whom are looking to get rich quick. While the city's seasoned crimed uh, criminals uh-huh. are in it for the cash. Unexpected players, drugged out rock and roller, presumed to be dead, very much alive, has multi-million dollar prize fallen to their hands to see where this storyline takes you. That's so pretty much what it is, is you're dealing with real estate. This all breaks down to because London is notoriously known for you having to go through layers and layers of government to get anything built because it's such a historical city, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. There's land issues. You have to know who to talk to to get certain things built. Yes. So your main person is a very high up underworld boss who has the connections through all of the development phases to get anything built in the city that you want built pretty much. Planning permissions, etc. Yes. The, his name, I think, is Lenny. I think. Lenny Cole. Yeah. Which and is then, played by Tom Wilson. And his right-hand man is Archie. Archibald. Yep, Archie. And... Uh, Who's played by Mark Strong. So in order to set up the storyline, because it's not very interesting, they do a quick thing at the beginning, like for five minutes, where they just set up everything as quick as possible so then they can get to the longish issue of the story. So they pretty much... Friend. Yeah, so Lenny screws Lenny screws the Wild Bunch basically out of their land deal, and the Wild Bunch now owe Lenny a bunch of money to make up for the thing that they actually didn't do wrong that he had screwed them out of on a political level. So now they owe him. So now the lower level guys owe the big level guys money. So obviously they have to come up with that. So how do they do that? Well... There is a woman who's called the accountant, Stella, right? That's what you said, yep. So she's an accountant. Lenny is trying to do another deal with Yuri, who is a Russian uh, billionaire. billionaire. Yep. He wants to make a stadium, an arena in London. Yeah, he's building another football stadium. Yep. So in order, which is great. I'm all for that, by the way. Uh, But then what happens is he goes through Lenny because Lenny's supposed to pull all the strings. Uh, right. with the parliament guy or whatever to get this done. So Yuri needs to make some cash disappear through his accountant so he can pay Lenny under the table to make this stuff right. happen. Now the right. accountant wants to, she's bored with her life apparently, and wants to go ahead and swindle this, make things a little interesting for herself. So she tells the Wild Bunch, hey, if you need cash, you can steal money from... Yuri, when they do yeah, this, there's, there's gonna be seven million euros uh, being a pretty much being guarded by accountants. That if you want to show up here and just take it from them, there's not really going to be an issue. And by the way, I want a ten percent fee or something like that on top of it. Yeah, so that way they they get the money they need to pay Lenny. Then she obviously gets some money. But now this is causing turmoil between Lenny and Yuri because L- Yuri's like, where's you know, he needs his money. He's getting his money stolen. He needs to pay Lenny. And Lenny's like, Lenny Where the thinks fuck's... he's getting screwed yeah, because exactly. he's not getting the money. So everyone's interconnected. Everything's interwoven. And during this time, uh, Yuri has a painting that a you. Lucky painting. Yes, that you don't see. So for some reason, never ever heard of this in my life. This is probably the one original idea from this movie. He goes, Pushing, hey. <laughs> pushing. <laughs> He goes subtle. Yeah, I know, right? He goes, "Okay, well, since this is my lucky painting and we're doing a big massive deal, 
how about I give you the the painting, Lenny? You can give it back to me, so it'll be good luck for our deal, and you can give it back to me once the deal is done. So Lenny goes home, puts it in his big-ass mansion or whatever, and at one point he's talking about it, turns around, and the painting is gone. So what happened to the painting? What happened? And this is where you get introduced to Johnny Quid. Yes, and Johnny Quid is Dr. Doom from Fantastic, from the new Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. He, he's been <laughs> in other things, though, too, right? Right, he's yeah. been in a bunch of stuff. Oh, also, the thing I liked him in was that uh, Black Mirror episode where um, you get the memory implant in your eye or whatever, and you can rewind so that you never forget anything. That's a, like, so he... That's a very good episode. The whole, all Black Mirror is actually really good. I'm still saving the uh, Christmas episode for like a special time because I haven't watched that one yet. Have you watched it? No. Why not? Because I have so much other shit I have to watch. <laughs> like Hot Tub Time Machine 2 for next week? Yes, thank you for that. Awesome. <laughs> Spoiler alert, that's what we're doing next right. week, folks. Awesome. I think we're also, uh, oh, so I got to ask this, so it's side tangent. So obviously, Kelly, you might have been aware that it was uh, it's leap year. So we had uh, Monday um, was the February 29th, which doesn't come around until every four years, correct? Yes. Does there happen to be a movie called Leap Year? Yes. Well, I no. have been asked by multiple no. people to no. do that movie. Nope. Come on. And they can go take a leap because no. A leap year? No. <laughs> no. See, if only you had the comic timing to have done that, that for that reason. That would have been. I think we should do it. We're going to start reviewing Disney movies. If we're going to play this game, if you're going to make me start reviewing crap movies, we can. I will make Wait, you sit through But that's the Disney point. It's called, Ian, it's called Ian Hates Movies. We have to at least do some that I, people want the venom. They want the... The, oh, Ian's ripping this apart. Like, they want the, oh, Kelly's ripping this apart. They, that's what they want. Like, we got to give the people what they want. They want Leap this Year. This is like trash TV. Like, this is, this is, this is, I can't even, like, really. This is, this is honey boo-boo stuff. That's what this is. No. This is not mind on. expanding. This is purely. Well, what are we, wait. Hatred. What's the mind, ex- when, when have movies ever been mind expanding? I'm I'm grasping at straws Besides to explain how horrible this is. <laughs> Look, oh, I didn't. Wa- so much shit I'm posting on your page now. <laughs> I, like, did you not, I did not. I did not mean. Like it's gonna be. I did I'm not- gonna get people to call in who agree with me. It's gonna be great. Call into our radio show that we're doing right now. I'll have people r- record and send stuff in here. I'm just gonna send you these links. That'd be Enjoy great. These people saying how crappy this movie. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. Like, isn't it? Isn't it that there's a chick, a really dumb chick, who, like most women in the world probably, have been, like, destined their whole life to get married and to have that perfect wedding and all that crap. And she has this guy who's not right for her, but she just wants to get married. And there's some lore or something that if you're in Ireland on leap year and you ask someone to marry you, they have to, which is the way everyone wants to get into a marriage, right? Am I going too far into this already? I looked it up. I think I saw the ending on HBO before. Kelly is like leaned back on her chair. She's so disinterested in all of this. Crying inside right now. This just hurts my soul. Well, look, I can get someone else to do. We can tag in if you really can't do it for an episode. 
It's not going to come well, up for then another. I'm also going to put myself up so I don't have to talk about shitty Pulp Fiction. Ah, that is just crazy. See, no one can believe I mean, you. No one can. Be on the same part. Oh my! Like, no one like, can trust in anything you say now because you have oh, you have oh. compared you have compared Leap Year and Pulp Fiction in the same sentence to another shitty movie. Whew. Man, Kelly is like on a rampage today. People enjoy this at least, so that's fun. Quentin Tarantino is completely overrated. No, he's completely. not. He's yes, not. Yes, he is. No, he he's is. one of the best he writers is. of dialogue ever. Bullshit. No, his dialogue's okay, and then he smears it full of graphics that you don't need. People who do that is just shock value. Like, this is pointless. Like, you could have clearly made your point without needing to show all that. You think oh, you cool, didn't so have you to show... Ten million, let's just cover the thing in blood. You you don't think that the violence in Reservoir Dogs was pertinent to the story? No, I'm not talking about Reservoir Dogs. Well, you 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 have generalized from going from Pulp Fiction to Tarantino in general, so that's why I'm saying I'm just choosing another one of his amazing top fifteen movies that he'll be in when you list best movies of all time. Reservoir Dogs is up there, very very high. Yeah, it is. It truly is. Uh, Kelly is in rare form tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, so back to rock and roller and your walk away from your shitty leap year. When the fuck are we gonna do this, by the way? Because I it would be have like to a... sit through what will probably be a horrible DC movie as well. <laughs> so right now my March totally fucked. Well it's Can probably we do something at least remotely positive, please. Well it's probably like a month away. That's what I'm saying. Like Look, if, we're gonna do play. Well, look, so awesome. no, no, no. Like that movie is probably like a month away because if we follow a quote-unquote schedule, next week would be Hot Tub Time Machine two, and then the next Crap. week would have to be a good movie. So we haven't decided. Like Forrest Gump after Hot Tub Time Machine, we're just gonna keep on this train wreck of shit. I said good movie. We're supposed to be doing a good movie after that. Right. So we have to decide on a good movie. I don't know if people like us talking about good movies as much. Like I've I've been I've been asked to do which were was on the docket for a while, like the Mighty Ducks and Sam <gasps> and Sandlot and all that kind of stuff. Like that's fine. We can do that. So that can be our good movie if we want to do that. But we gotta do the trilogies. So that means making fun right. of stuff that we still like in a way, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I'm which fine is why with that. I'm yeah. so excited for Back to the Future. Back to the Future or what? Well, you have to do the trilogy. Oh, we're just doing Back to the Future like a review thing for it? Yes. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I don't it's mind It's like that. you're going to do Scream. Yes, going to do Scream, Sandlot, um, Mighty Ducks. <laughs> I, I kind of really want to rip apart the Matrix movies with you. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend like there were any more than one Matrix movie. <laughs> that's a ridiculous thing. Like, yeah, it'd be great if they made more. Like, I would love if they made... Animated, whatever. Yeah. What? I, I just remember there was one... And Neo jumped into the sky and Rage Against Machine played. It just ended and, that way. Yeah. Right. Cool. And I was like, look, I like sequels, but I also like original movies that don't suck. So they should probably keep it that way. And then we never, they never talked about it again. So I was like, okay, I guess they followed that. So, yeah. So does that mean we only get to watch the first Speed instead of the second one? No. I've actually also been asked to watch <laughs> Speed 2 Cruise Control. <laughs> so I am fine with doing that. That is a fun movie. We can do. <laughs> We can do Speed and Speed 2 on the same episode. I'm so excited. Some of the best quotes are in yeah, that movie. Because isn't that, is that Willem Dafoe as the bad guy in the second one in Cruise Control? 
I think so. so. Yeah. Because it's some weird guy that I don't even remember his name is the lead because obviously right. Keanu didn't come back. Yeah, he's like, no, yeah. fuck this. I'm not doing that again. And it's the same with um, Hot Tub Time Machine 2. John Cusack said, fuck this, I'm out. He was like, I'm not coming back to this. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's literally not in the movie the whatsoever. The first one, like, really? Come on. I got to be honest, though. The first one still had its moments because they were making fun of the 80s. Like, that's what the whole thing was, was making fun of the 80s. There were some funny parts in the first crap one. crap about Star Wars and you're trying to defend Hot Tub Time Machine? I'll tell, really? you, I'll tell you something truthfully, and I'm not kidding when I tell you this. Oh. If you ever gave me the choice between watching Star Wars or Hot Tub Time Machine, I would do Hot Tub Time Machine every single time. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> what else am I supposed to say? Were they supposed to throw like a third option in there? Should I throw a leap year in there? Like yeah, fuck. I'd take leap year over hot tub time machine probably. At least what's her nuts cute. Uh, no, there are plenty of very attractive girls because Lizzie Kaplan. Lizzie Kaplan is not only attractive but also very smart and funny. So she's in hot tub time machine one and did not come back for the second one. I forgot it's her and John Cusack do not come back for the second <laughs> one. Chevy Chase does though, and he's Ooh, a piece shocking. Of, yeah, he's a piece he's of doing shit. So well right now. Yeah. It's too bad he threw Community away because that was an amazing show, and he was just such a dick dick. on the fucking set. Yeah, exactly, such a fucking asshole. So, anyways, but yeah, he comes back for Hot Tub Time Machine literally for like a minute and a half, and then you never see or hear from him again. It's just like real life. Probably, yeah. Well, yeah, it's kind of like Community, just kind of disappears. Yep. So, wow, we are going in so many tangents. I know. We'll get back to this hate. Talk about this movie. We'll get back to this hate. It's fine. So I do two goddamn and a half hours on Deadpool, but I can't get thirty minutes out of this movie for a minute. Awesome. I tried. I see how it's gonna be. So if Ian likes the movie, we'll talk about it for three hours. Ian doesn't like the movie, he's gonna talk about everything else. If Ian likes a movie, he will talk about it for the rest of his life. If Ian doesn't care about a movie and it's shit, then yeah, he has to make the podcast interesting. <laughs> Right. That's what I was working. That's what I was working. I literally bring nothing to this equation. No, that is not. That is not true, Kelly. People very Uh much enjoy your contribution to this. Not your (laughs) not your movie choices, but your contributions. (laughs) Yay! Awesome. Oh, we're we're on fire today. This is good. Yep. It's a Friday. I think that's what it is. I think (laughs) we've like like, fuck it. It's the weekend. Yeah, because normally we're doing this on a Wednesday or Thursday. And because I had my concert last night, we had to postpone. So maybe it's just because, yeah, it's fuck it, it's the weekend. We're like, all riled up. Yeah. We're like, eh, whatever. Yep. All right. So where we we left off that the one good character in the movie that you only see for about seven minutes of the movie um, is the rock and roller. And he is, uh, what's his name again? Uh, something. Johnny Quid. Johnny Quid, yes. So he is a rock star who you never really hear sing or do anything. But you're supposed to assume he's like a punk rock guy right right yeah he's definitely one of the yeah the punk rockers or the the i guess would be equivalent to our grunge rockers out in the uk at the time and what it is you come to find out that he's actually lenny cole's stepson um he's actually incredibly highly intelligent um and he but also he's a figured out a way right he's figured out a way though that if he fakes his death more records would sell, which is true. I mean, when any artist disappears, suddenly they, they become popular again. For sure. So he's hiding out and pretty much uh, we figured out that it's Coke is what he what his thing is. Coke yeah. Meth. Yeah. Coke or meth. I, he's very, very thin in this movie. So it right. could be meth as well. Right. Yeah. 
but it, it's one of those things where you kind of see people in this in this particular state is either either have straight out meth head cokeheads where they just kind of just kind of shut down and become like almost children, or you get people who are highly overly intelligent who tend to do these things to almost slow themselves down to totally take in everything else, and he comes off more that way. Yes, he's not so much as. Um, he's doing it because he's a child. He's doing it because he kind of overly takes in everything. And then, of course, you come to find out that his childhood kind of sucked because his stepdad was Lenny and Lenny's a jackhole. So. Yeah. But he was extremely rich and sent him off to the best school and right. all that kind of shit. Yeah. So to he get is him away. Highly and, yeah. intelligent. Right. So he fakes his death. Album sales go up. He also happens to steal that painting. Right. And the come painting basically, out, like. Keys to yeah, the house. Yeah. <laughs> The and painting it's just basically mesmerized like, by this pen. It, it does. It touches yeah, him somehow. It, there you go. Yes, exactly. And he's got this weirdo friend who hangs around with him too. And I'm not right. still not sure what the point of him was whatsoever. He's kind of like comic relief, but it gives you both angles of that drug world. It gives you that hyperly intelligent person who does it, and then you get this straight up regular meth head that you'd run into who doesn't really, who's just also in awe of this person who's above and beyond. Right. So then. We have this issue. So it's a shitstorm. Yeah, it's a shitstorm. The the, the painting's gone. So he calls in Archie, who's his right-hand man. He's like, Archie, you got to fucking find it because I lost Yuri's painting and Yuri's going to fucking kill me. Plus, I'm still pissed that Yuri hasn't paid me to begin with. So now Archie goes into his context. Right. So then Archie gets the money from the Wild Bunch like he was supposed to pick up. So he gets that money. So you know there's a connection already there. Everyone seems to know each other. You know, all that kind of stuff. And then one of the bigger storylines, too, is that Bob, or Handsome Bob, who's played by Tom Hardy, he is supposed to start doing a stint in prison the next day, basically. Right. And then he's the last one of the Wild Bunch in that in that den of criminals, quote-unquote, um, that hasn't gone away. So this, this is his first time that he'll be going away. So he's dealing with the stress of that. And then it kind of breaks into a little bit of why everybody else has kind of gone away or what they've gone away for. And he's going away for selling grass was selling weed yeah, apparently something like that and like a five-year sentence or something yeah it's something ridiculous it's a long amount of time for, right for something like that and i guess it comes out that even though his name is handsome bob it turns out that on the trip to go see these twin stripper it's, it's whatever his send-off yeah. it's a send-off party man. yeah got to get loaded and do strippers it's him and, and gerard butler one two is his one, name two. and one to ask him, well, you know, what's what's wrong? You don't look excited. So yeah. We got twins. Yep. All excited, all the blah blah. And Bob's like, but I I want you. And one two <laughs> flips out, stops the car. It was <laughs> this was one of the most cringeworthy scenes for me. But then so I remembered awesome. But then I remembered it was two thousand eight and people didn't still handle that stuff like it was an everyday thing. So I, mean, I think that those characters still probably wouldn't handle it, especially if you don't. I just think it's funny that everybody else supposedly knew that knew, yeah, yeah. Bob's gay, except for right. he just didn't. Right. <laughs> like, right. So he freaks out. He freaks out and ends up asking him like before they cut the scene because it's a long scene. But they, he ends up asking him, well, what did you want to do to me, Bob? And then they cut the scene. There. Yep. So <laughs> Kelly's loving this. <laughs> I love that so much. Awkward gay tension is always great in a movie. Are you kidding me? Oh, you're going to love Hot Tub Time Machine, too. Oh, Uh, so, yeah. So, attracted (laughs) gay tension. Let me rephrase that. (laughs) 
<laughs> so let's see. So what else is what else is happening? So basically, Archie continues his search for the painting. Yuri right. is realizing that his luck is out or not yeah, there because his painting's yeah. not there so he calls upon his accountant again to be like you need to come up with another seven grand and she's like or seven mil so well yes yeah. i mean seven million yeah to hide off the books so it's it's yeah, and then there's the also some sort stolen. of awkward thing where yuri's kind of hitting on her but she's technically married and he, she's like let's keep this professional right. so that's kind of a weird undertone there she's married she to, uh, to with another to a closeted, lawyer. yeah, closeted lawyer. gay well, lawyer. She's a beard, which yeah, is fine. Yeah, right, right. So, yeah, everyone's looking for this painting. They still can't find it. Yuri goes and wants his money, uh, wants another set of money, I guess, that seven mil. Hidden. So, obviously, once again, the accountant, Stella, goes, well, I why not have the wild bunch steal it again? I'll get yeah, money. Rip and, them off again. Yeah, why not? I don't care. Now, this time, though, it goes a little bit different. Because this time, instead of just regular accountants having the money, it is... Russian war criminals. Yeah, yes, exactly. It was amazing. That was probably the only... They were probably the only characters that I liked in this <laughs> in this movie. Um, I thought they were very funny in that stoic Russian way um, oh, that they're supposed to be. They're comparing yeah. scars. It's just awesome. Yeah, their war... Shrapnel. Yeah, their war... Scar- yeah. yeah, all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> this time, the robbery is a little bit more violent. Uh, it's... Oh. It's Bob. Great chase. Yeah. They have the crap beat out. They all have the crap beat out of them. Yeah, because the Russians just won't stop. So it's the three of them. It's it's uh, Tom Hardy, it's one, two, and it's Mumbles. And right. they hit the car, take you know, take the money out, but the Russians still aren't knocked out. And they chase them. They jump on the car as the car is going by. They run into a store, and they're fighting, and all this all this crap happens yeah just mayhem mayhem mayhem. yep so like you just can't kill these guys like it's kind of fantastic like it's like fuck it's like this boss still isn't dead yet jesus christ they get down but they just keep going they're like zangief yeah war machines this is what they are or the um the russian chick from kick-ass 2 if you saw that yeah something like that so you just keep coming anyways so they do end up getting away with the money but they are very beaten up like they are, yeah. Gerard Butler one two is is very beaten up. So hurting. He goes and he now. Oh, there's another guy who is also Yuri's like right hand man who doesn't get involved with this stuff, but he doesn't no. feel good about the accountant. He doesn't trust her, and he doesn't like right. that Yuri likes her so much for nothing, right. basically. Uh, so because well, Yuri keeps falling in love apparently with these people and they keep costing the company just a fuck ton of money. Right. So why does he want his money to go away? That kind of thing. So he says right. he puts those two guys on the accountant because he doesn't trust her. And he sees or they see one two going in and delivering something to her and then him leaving. And they're like, oh, so they go ahead and they follow and they follow that whole thing. Oh, and then what am I what's happening now then? Oh, okay, so well, you we also missed, you left yeah. out a little bit. Yes, so Archie's probably Archie has figured out that Johnny Quid does have the painting. So now they're trying to just track down Johnny Quid. Now in doing this, you come across his music producers played by Jeremy Piven and Ludacris. And so that's just another thing that, that gets tied into it. Now, of course, since Lenny holds everybody's building codes, he's going to shut down all these clubs that the music producers run unless they help them find Johnny. Now, you can't find Johnny because Johnny's quote unquote dead, mm-hmm. except 
through his crack dealer or meth dealer pretty much. Who's Cookie? Cookie. And Cookie, I still don't understand in this whole movie whatsoever. Um, is he part of the Wild Bunch technically? No, he's just in the the den. It's kind of it's uh what it's it's the Wayward Girls the, the bars, de- pretty much is what this yeah. is. The den of iniquities or whatever. Yes, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so Cookie, but so once again, Cookie is such a weird character that you only see for like five minutes, and he just seems to be in every scene for a second or whatever, does right. something, and then he's gone. So he has one long monologue ish thing that when Jeremy Piven and Ludacris show up. It's basically, hey, give me his, nu- give me your numbers, and if I happen upon Johnny yeah. and he wants if to, he call, wanders yeah. back into life, yeah. I'll let you know. Yeah, unless it's, and he mentioned something about it. It's either going to be him or it's going to be the pipe calling you, you know, that kind of thing. As in, he has like two right. personalities based on being on drugs or not, that right. kind of thing. So he, I guess, passes along that number because they do end up getting a call later on. That's for sure. Um, but right now. Johnny has the painting. Johnny Quid has the painting, but then a couple of other drifters slash robbers crackheads. who crackheads who kind of wander in and out. Who also can to they they like to five finger stuff. They they will um, rip stuff off, bring it into the den, and sell it to these criminals at like a reduced price. But it's usually ridiculous shit. Like the first time you meet them, they're selling fur coats in the middle of August, kind of a deal. Like they they don't really connect, but they're just trying to sell shit. So. These drifters wander into where Johnny's been hanging out and rip off the painting. Yes. So he's annoyed at that. And the painting ends up showing up at the Wild Bunches location where they normally sell the things. Now, everyone, almost everyone, knows that this painting is missing and that Archie wants it. So most people know that. But for some reason, Cookie doesn't. Cookie buys the painting. And then because he knows that Stella, the accountant, has a thing for one, two, he sends the painting to he sends a painting to one, two when he knows, I guess, Stella's going to be over there. Is that how it works? No, 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 no. He sends the painting. Yeah, yeah. Because it's over at yeah, one, two, yeah. because they ended up fooling around finally. In it's the like movie. a gift, I thought, or something like that. Right, right. Yeah. Why Cookie bought it for one, yeah. two? It, that's not really discussed. Yeah. Or for whatever reason. Um, and then he's like, I know. Because every time she gets her cut, it's usually in uh, some sort of art gallery. Or it's discussed in an art gallery. So yes. one, two's like, here, I found something for you. I think you might really like it. Yeah. And now they seem to not know about the painting. So She doesn't know yeah. about the painting, which is fascinating. Because she's apparently been his accountant accounted for years why would she have not seen him have this damn thing because it's apparently blatantly in his office wherever he goes and to talk about the lucky painting but i guess technically if someone just gave you a painting why would you think that it belongs to someone else technically it's true. but yet right. they're all they're all robbers and thieves and and ne'er-do-wells true. so you would think they, that maybe that would tip someone off as wait someone's looking for a painting and now someone just gave me a painting out of nowhere Maybe that would be the one, you know, that kind of thing. But anyway, so she takes it. The Russians come in and the Russians. Uh, Russians come into um, one twos. Yes, but he's and by himself. One two, you know. Right. He's listening to his music. He's not paying attention. And uh, yeah, it just it just gets fantastic from there. Well, if you want to do that, we might as well talk about like Fifty Shades of Grey. 
Because that's what it looked like. Things Such were... a good... No, yeah. With like some hardcore like Russian heavy metal and like... I'm all for the heavy metal, just not the other no, stuff and, uh, they were doing. The fact that they're actually wearing the red hats and all that stuff. And they just stripped down to their skivvies. And they're, they look like they, they pretty much got him hogtied and ball gagged. And they're going to do just horrible things to him, which is so much fun. But then luckily for him, Archie has also tracked them down. So Archie gets a jump on them. And basically makes a couple of jokes about should he come back later, you know, all that kind of, you know, do they need time? <laughs> and then the Russians re- reach for a weapon, and his, him and his group take them but out. They just but shoot this, him, yeah. And this is you don't get back from the from the gunshots. This isn't a yeah. um, car chase, you know, fight thing. This is they're not coming back. Right. Yeah. So yeah. he now has one two. It turns out that um, Cookie, sorry, not Cookie, that um, Mumbles and. Handsome Bob are also coming over to one twos as well. So Archie gets them. So he's got all right. three of them. So now. Archie's collecting all these people because they're pretty sure that they can all track down uh, that they're that the wild bunch is a bunch that's been stealing Yuri's money on top of being able to track down this goddamn painting. Right. So that's why Archie's out there to, to collect them all. And the next little thing is obviously we haven't mentioned because we've been skipping around. But as you remember, Bob was supposed to be going to prison. So how is Bob not in prison right now, you may be asking yourself. It is because he got let go on a technicality or something like Thanks that? Thanks to Archie being able to lose some paperwork. Right. So Archie loses paperwork. He then doesn't have to go to prison. So now the question was, well, what did him and one two do? One two do. Because now yeah. they're now they're a little bit at odds with each other because well, one two one shows two's up. acting weird anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And one two showing up like what? Get away from like why Fuck are you Bob, here? Yeah, be gone for five years, dude. Right. Really? Exactly. Now, the funny part was the funny part of this was that you know he didn't give him a hand job. He didn't suck his dick. Yeah, he didn't do yeah. any of this. What they did was they danced a slow dance together at a gay bar. Yes, and that's what Ow. has. Jeez, <laughs> such a lady you are. <laughs> so yeah, girl so porn. it's cool. Is that girl porn? That is girl porn. Really? Yeah. Shit. Wow, you guys leave boring lives. We do. We got an intel the weird shit. You, I've gone on Red Tube. I'm like, really? This is hot for you people? Oh really? please, the stuff you were just talking about about like the Russians and that whole thing being hot. Like, <laughs> that's a different kind of hot. It's a mood. <laughs> wow all right we're learning lots about kelly today this is this is great it's the weekend yeah Woo! oh it's we should do this more on friday i guess so yeah so that, and i'm like four things into like giant cups of sweet tea so that doesn't help either i'm all jacked up on sugar well you are in florida right and it's a balmy 86 Wait, so yeah it's a lovely 86 degrees outside all right so <laughs> anyway getting back to it so bob's still around uh, so that's why this all happened. Then you've also got that Yuri is now on to Lenny in a way because he he's now putting it together that something is going on with yeah, you know shit the, keeps getting held up. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now during this time as well, he goes to meet with the accountant Stella and wants to propose to her for like just like out of the blue. And when he walks into her apartment, what does he see there? In the foyer. Yep. It is the painting. And she outright lies. He He's just stunned. And like, she, how long have you had this? And, and she's, she's like, like yeah. years. Years, yeah. So he knows something is really up with all of this. So he goes ahead and he calls his number two to get the gloves 
basically, right. and like, come we in. Could use you in yeah. here. So we're assuming she. So you don't really know what happens with Stella. I'm guessing she's dead unless they, for the second one, they make it somehow that she got out alive. Like, if they ever do the sequels, which they won't. Right. But, you know, in all justice, you would think that she's dead because basically Yuri has his painting back. Right. Yuri gets painting back, well, and we don't. For a while. We don't hear from him anymore, right? No, the thing is, we did skip over, however. He meets with Lenny on the golf course. He gets the whole golf course cleared. And Yuri's number two actually ends up beating the hell out of Lenny um, to the point where he breaks his, his hip and his knees or knee on one side um, because he's, he's figured out that you're stealing money from me. And fuck you. I'm going to go around you and just deal with um, your contact and not deal with you at all now. Right. Right. So and just leaves him out on the golf course. <laughs> yeah. And then he has to crawl all the way back with the broken legs. Yeah. Right. So now he has. Yeah. He's in a wheelchair. And. One of the things that we also got to mention about Bob, too, is that he's very interested of what they basically, what they even say, I guess, in the beginning in the narration, is that the Wild Bunch have a snitch somewhere in their group. That's, somewhere in the, yeah, there's yeah. somebody who's been ratting everybody out, which is why they've all been doing these stents. Right. So they talk about that. So that's an interesting topic that they're looking for through this movie. So it turns out that the closeted gay lawyer who's married to Stella Stella is interested in Handsome Bob at a party that they go to. So Bob is is gay as well and is willing to entertain this idea as long as the lawyer gets him this paperwork that is supposed right. to lead to who the snitch is. Right. So they come over so when... Uh, sorry, when Mumbles and Bob show up at One Two's place, the reason why they're over there is because they have this paperwork, and it's a pseudonym name. It's not a person's actual name, so they right. want to show come him. Up with a name. Yeah, they're gonna show him all the results of this, and maybe they can figure out who it is. So all right. of these stories now are all coming together. Coming together. Um, Ludacris and Jeremy Piven find Johnny Quid. So he gets them, so they, they show up, and then Archie gets Archie finds them because they bring, you know, they tell him, hey, we've got Johnny Quid. So all of them show up, and they all go to this warehouse, right? We haven't skipped over anything. This is the final act, right? Yeah, this is the main scene. Yeah, I don't think we yeah. missed anything else. So Stella's gone. Yuri's gone. The, the end scene is Archie and his other thugs with Lenny in the wheelchair, basically, because his legs are broken. And then you've got... Right. Uh, you've got one, two, you've got Bob, you've got Mumbles, you've got Johnny Quid, uh, Ludacris, and Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven. Right? That's the whole group, right? Yes. That have yeah. all been brought to the warehouse. Yes. And they won. Obviously, Ludacris and, and Jeremy Piven think they're okay, but probably not when they realize that these other people are probably going to die. So they're right. probably, They're going to witness all these people dying. Yeah. So you don't get away from that kind of thing. Um, and it looks like all this stuff is going to go down where basically Lenny and Archie quote unquote won, you know, however you want to put it, that kind of thing. But everybody's getting their, their come up. It's kind of a deal because you've all screwed over Lenny somehow. You've all fucked with Lenny somehow. And now he's going to kick all your asses right now. What was the, what was the instance where Bob was like, Hey, Look at this paperwork that I have. What was the setting off point? Okay, so what c- comes out is Johnny Quid is now 
rolling Lenny in the wheelchair and talking about this and that and then brings up uh, doing time and Archie doing time. And Archie, did you ever find out who turned you in? And when he says that, Lenny turns and shoots Johnny Quinn. Uh, yes, yes. There you go. And then that's what makes Bob go, hey, 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 hey I, I want got... you to look at something. Yeah. So then Archie goes over, gets the papers, and realizes that the pseudonym that is in there, he's heard that name before. Quite a few times. Quite a few times. And now he remembers. And it turns out, bum, 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 that Lenny, because he's always in this whole movie being like, I'm in control. I'm the I'm the best. I'm the baddest. You know, whatever. Yeah. I run the city. No school's like the old school and I'm the headmaster. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Well, it turns out the reason why he's been able to do that is because he's protected by the police and the government or whatever because he has been the one who has been handing over people in the underground for stints of time and he chooses these stints of time himself as well he's not just saying here's this he's saying hey you know so and so is getting a little bit too big for their britches give them three years you know that kind of i'm gonna rat on these people because this way you can't touch me kind of a deal right so he gets away with everything and still looks like the good guy later on because he can say oh i got your time reduced or you know whatever all that kind of stuff so but archie now realizes you sent me away for four years. You've also sent all these guys away that he never really had a problem with kind of thing. Um, and so now right. he's super pissed. So he leads Johnny at this point, Johnny Quid and Ludacris and Piven are in the elevator with like basically going to die with right. two of he's the thugs. He's already been sent off. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. He's already been sent off. Um, Lenny sent them off to pretty much go kill them. And then they actually miss this whole coming out with Archie before Archie can tell them not to kill Johnny. Anyway, so this is in the elevator. And Johnny's pretty much narrating the whole scene because he grew up with it. He knows exactly what's going to happen. And it's kind of freaking everybody out that he knows everybody's movements that will happen. Even the bad guys. Yeah, (laughs) especially the bad guys, which causes a whole big thing. So, yeah. So I think it's Piven ends up like turning the tables and gets the gun. They end up shooting the two thugs. There are another two thugs at the bottom. They, you know, Johnny has the gun and does his like. He looks like he's almost dead, but still takes the gun from the side and shoots the two guys in the head or whatever. Right. And at that time, upstairs, you also realize that Archie now knows everything, so he's also let one, two, and his little group That's go. That's the wild bunch guy. Yeah, the wild yeah. bunch. Yeah, he's let them go because now he's gonna get his comeuppance on Lenny. Yeah, yeah, so, he's gonna. Yeah. Finally get his revenge on Lenny. Yep. So then the Wild Bunch meet up with Johnny and Ludacris and Jeremy Piven. And they're like, oh, looks like we're all in this together. You know, let's get out of here. So they do that. Uh, you know, um, Archie strings up uh, Lenny and puts him in this, like, what's what's the tank that you're in the warehouse? It's like, not I'm, a tank, actually. It's over the Thames. So they're actually oh, okay. dumping him in the river. Yeah. And But there's stuff in the river that can hurt you, though, Oh, yeah. Right? It's, it's crawfish and yeah. all kinds of just miserable, horrible stuff. I mean, the Thames is r- ridiculously polluted anyway, well, so sure. no one really wants to get dumped in there. But, right. yeah. So add this stuff. Yeah. So right. that's their form of torture, and you're assuming he's going to end up killing him. You know, he's going to gonna get, drown him, yeah, probably, to get, yeah. To get back at him for all the things he's done to everyone especially him yeah so then the end so then the end technically of the movie right is that archie shows up a year later is a year later yep archie shows up at a is it a rehab facility 
or something. Yeah, or, that's what it looks like. Yeah. So and out he's comes he's picking up he's picking up Johnny Quid. Yep, and Johnny Quid is looking much better now, and he's got his gun lighter, and which we didn't mention before. He has a like it looks like All a gun, right. but it's a lighter, All and right. he basically tells Archie that he better watch himself because the real rock and roller is here and i guess he's joining the wild bunch or is gonna lead the wild bunch he's taking over his stepdad's enterprise kind of a deal but of course archie and congratulations to uh you know completing treatment got him a present and i believe a russian lost an arm and a leg over the deal interesting gotcha so and that's when the painting shows up yes and you still don't see the painting though no, you never see the painting. No, you never see the painting. But it's supposed to be mesmerizing for like it's everyone magical. who sees it pretty much. Yeah. Right. And they and that's say the movie. Yeah, and you and, hated it. And, and, <sighs> it's not it's almost and I know you'll hate this. It's almost right. a little bit like the Fantastic Four thing where it's just such a eh like who cares? Like that that's how I felt when I was watching that's this movie. Because you can't relate no, to that's anyone not, in the movie. It's not true. Just like you can't relate to anyone in Fantastic Four either. I can't re- I can't relate to anyone in Pulp Fiction or Reservoir Dogs or any of the movies that I love. No, that's different. What? Now, why is it different? That's different. It's not different. Those are crap movies. Uh, yeah, cuz this isn't a crap movie. Okay, no, I'm not going to say that about Reservoir Dogs. That's actually not a horrible movie. But the majority of his movies are crap movies. Nope. Uh, Django Unchained is not a crap movie. Inglorious Inglorious Bastards is not a crap movie. What? Not good. Jackie Brown is not a bad movie. Eh. Uh, True Romance is not a bad movie. Eh. Eh. (sighs) You're a crazy person. True Romance is still so fucking good. And we, we still need to do a whole Christian Slater like block of movies for this podcast as well. Oh, I'm so excited. You mean Robin Hood Prince of Thieves? <laughs> I what? Yeah, he's in that. Oh. He's in that. No, I'm talking um I'm talking true romance. I'm talking Heathers. I'm talking oh, pu- yeah, I'll do Heathers. Pump up the volume. Like eh. Pump Up the Volume is what we're doing. We're doing <laughs> Pump Up the Volume right now. It's like we're doing underground podcasts. Like talking about whatever we want, like you know, I'm I'm not pretending to to masturbate all over the place, but he was doing something crazy, and changed a whole generation. Like, is that not yeah, what I we're trying to do? I I can't quote you on that because your screen's tilted a very particular way. I you could be p- pantsless right now for all I know. Yeah, I jack off to really bad movies. That's why I want to do leap. <laughs> that's why I want to do leap year. <laughs> See, but that's honorable, and I'll give you that because everybody's got a quirk, and it's like, okay, I can hand you this. Well, yeah, I only, <laughs> I just like to have such a big orgasm every four years, so that's why we have to do leap year. Not very tantric. I'm glad that I, I'm, I'm glad that I have explicit uh, as the rating for this uh, podcast. No, by God. the way, it's yeah. In weekends. <laughs> All right, so yeah, this movie was eh. I would not recommend it. Uh, I know Kelly would. So, Kelly, you may recommend this movie if you would like to. Thank you for your permission to well, recommend I just, a I, good movie. I can easily turn on your mic, so I'm trying not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Wow. You see this? I'm just an add-on here. So No, happy that's not true. By the way, do you want your do you want your name added to the um like the iTunes thing? Kiss up now. It's fine. Oh, I'm d- no, I put no, it as the cool. author. I put it in the author for everything else. So, but it's not on the iTunes thing. So, that's why I didn't know. 
Just asking. Sure, whatever. It's oh, fine. sure, whatever. Sure, whatever. <laughs> All right. Yeah, maybe you'll you maybe you'll promote if I do that. That's true. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Anyway, so, so let's see. We got award shows to cover, don't we? Oh yeah, let's do that. Um, so yeah, so anyway, any last words? Do your pitch for this movie. Like, don't let me be the person to tell people. It's a good movie. Ignore him. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say in that regard. Um, that was a great. If you like Guy Ritchie stuff, you're gonna like this movie. If yeah, you if you like, like the same thing over. Pitch it other than that. It's a good movie. My answer to this is not that it's. I'm not saying don't watch it. I'm just saying if you want to watch a better movie, watch Snatch or Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. That's all I'm saying. If you if have you the like choice. This, you, you should enjoy this movie. Uh, or realize that it's just another thing being done the same but yeah, really it worse. It doesn't matter what I say because he's just going to disregard <laughs> whether I pitch it or not. It's so. just like what fucking A. But you're disregarding what I'm saying too. Because your name's on the podcast. Oh, no, whatever. Cool. What a, what a lever to pull there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's so. do the Razzies. All right, all right, fine. So the reason why we're doing this is, first of all, Kelly and I do not care about award shows whatsoever. Bullshit. Yep. Yeah, we this don't need... Is coming from someone who's participated in award shows. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Fantastic people watching. Oh, sure. Still stupid as fuck. Yeah. It's, I mean, why would you... The whole awards thing for any of this shit is crazy. So, but... It's all fluff. But to make fun of things, I'm more of a fan of that. Like I don't watch the Razzies. I don't pay to. I don't pay to um, vote for the Razzies. I don't do any of that kind of stuff. But I do like to normally check out what was nominated and who won. You know, won in quotes like that kind of thing. So the only reason why we're talking about this is because it turns out that Worst Picture was a tie, which I didn't know could happen. Um, but it was a tie, and it's actually out of the five movies, they were the two movies I saw. One we did a podcast for for Fantastic Four, and the second one was Fifty Shades of Grey. So, oh yep they they really? tied, they tied no, for no worst way picture. Those are worse than Paul Blart Mall Cop Two no or way. or Pixels or Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, see, yeah, that's, I don't know. There's no way. There's some fucked up crap. I think it's biased. Those yeah, really bad movies. Right, I think it's biased because I will tell you, and people can make fun of me all. All you want, as people tend to. I don't really give a shit. I didn't think Fifty Shades of Grey was not a bad movie. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's girl porn. It's kind of like, um, what is it? Uh, the Twilight movies. It's just girl porn. I wouldn't. I haven't seen a Twilight movie. But it's not even that it's girl porn. The, the acting and the writing is so bad that it's funny. That's that's what happens. It's an interesting enough movie because every scene you're like, that's not supposed to be funny, but it's really funny. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> like he just jumps on like she she was in he took her at one point when she was drunk and she was like drunk dialing him. She t- he takes her to a hotel room and like she's naked in the bed. She wakes up. He's got like breakfast ready for her. And like puts it down and she'll say something and then all of a sudden he jumps on the bed and is like, oh, the things I would do to you. Where did that come from? It wasn't part of the conversation. It wasn't anything. It was just you're not into the role playing. I mean, this is on every woman's bucket list. Right, ladies? To have weird, creepy guys like. No, we got breakfast in bed after being hung over. You're missing the whole point here, Ian. I, maybe, <laughs> it's a trade off. Maybe that's why I thought it was funny. <laughs> maybe that's why I thought it worked. 
<laughs> but anyway, so and then Fifty Shades of Grey to end up winning most everything else except for two things that Fantastic Four won, which we had talked about. They won the best ripoff slash sequel slash whatever award, and then they also won the the worst director with Josh Trank, and we had called that as well. So because right, he even said he hated the movie, so that doesn't sh- shock anybody. Right. Exactly. So that's all we need to bring up. We don't need to go through. All the other stuff. Boo, that's but. not nearly as fun as I thought it was going to be. Well, you said you didn't want to go through all of it. Did well, you want I mean, to? If we could actually rip apart ball, you know, mall cop, then that'd be awesome. But, but did you they see didn't it? Win though? anything? But you also didn't see it though either. Near did I? Yeah, but I don't think you really. You can see enough just dealing with trailers. Well, that's true. Speaking of shitty trailers, didn't a good one come out this week? It did. Hold on one second. I'm just scrolling through to make sure. Yeah, they. It, Paul Blart did not win any. Neither did Pixels. Um, which is just fucking nuts uh, because that's shit. And Hot Tub shit. Time Machine too didn't even win <laughs> an award. So Ugh. fuck fuck all that shit. All right. So yeah, we're done with that. Maybe maybe next year it'll be better. Um, yes, a. Of course it is. You kidding me? Ghostbusters will be up there next year. I doubt it because I think they'd be too worried about putting a woman fronted movie into a win awards for being bad thing. Because everyone. I know. Um, Bridesmaids got some, didn't they? No, Bridesmaids didn't get any Razzies. No, everyone loved Bridesmaids. And actually, I wouldn't mind doing that movie either because I'm pretty sure I wrote a whole thing about that, about how um, that movie is the most anti-women movie that there is. Yeah, besides, It's funny because I remember a lot of like girls like talking to me about being like, oh, yeah, it's so great to have women like be uh, fronted in this comedy movie and all like, oh, they're so they're so smart. And it's such funny dialogue and stuff. And I was like. The whole point of that movie, like basically what that boils down to is it's a woman who who has sex and is attracted to the douchebag, terrible guy for her. She never learns her lesson until the good guy tells her she's a terrible person, basically, and is making terrible yeah. life decisions like the, you yep. know, and then she finally, by the end of the movie, realizes he's right. And then that Apparently. works out, yeah. So it's very then, like, anti-woman. All the side cast, and then all the side cast characters, I'm like, they're all morons. Yeah, like, none of them bring nothing to this. You're all disgusting because you guys are trying. To, we're just like dudes, so we can do disgusting boy fart jokes too. And I'm like, don't do that. Don't. That's not necessary. I don't. Ew. I don't even care about fart jokes when it's guys. Gross. I especially don't yeah, want to say it when it's girls. Like, yeah. That's not comedy. But like Kelly, equality, cheap. equality. All right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but that whole movie boils down to oh, the man is right, and I don't think Which that's awesome. yeah. I don't think they meant to do that, but that's what the well, whole. It's the same movie as Trainwreck. Is. It's the exact same kind of a thing. Now I'll say I didn't mind Trainwreck the first half of the movie. I like. Oh, she's absolutely relatable. Yeah, and then it just goes into romantic comedy drama yeah, thing. It's yeah, it's yeah. very, it's very off. But John Cena was hilarious in that movie. Like every <laughs> David Tell, every person she knew. That's what I did like is she put in every uh, comedian she knew, and they all right. did a great job. So I really did enjoy that. But yeah, I, I mean, I'd recommend Trainwreck to people. It's just it's a very polarizing movie where you go through half of it. It's almost like um. It's almost similar to remember the movie AI. Oh yeah. In that movie. Yeah, so the same kind first, of like yeah. you guys made one movie and then halfway through you're like, eh, fuck it, we'll, well just do this. And you know what happened with that movie, right? So okay. So that was the that was um uh Kubrick movie. 
So the first half of the movie Kubrick did, and then he died. And then Steven Spielberg, the shit he is, took over. And that's why it becomes Playland bullshit robot kid is great right. movie. Like that's that's what that movie is for. So the first half it's creepy and disjointed and well shot and like done that way. And then once Steven Spielberg takes over, it's Jude Law as a fucking pimp clown robot thing that's all happy and taking this young robot all over the place and everything's fun and it's such a different like you can tell exactly when it transfers over to steven spielberg like so that's how it almost fell in train wreck was like oh we're happy we're happy we're having fun and then oh she's you know depressed and it's 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 like a real relationship until the end where it's completely not a real relationship again. They get back together. You're like, what? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. we're the two authorities when it comes to talking about realistic relationships anyway. Yes, that is. <laughs> Good point, <laughs> Kelly. Wow. That was, a, that was a very, I guess we should all shut our mouths then. Because, yeah, we don't know what any of that anyway. stuff is really like. Yes. Um, so, so, Ghostbusters. Yes. Um, the trailer yes. was officially the most anticipated trailer was released since Star Wars and yeah it just looks like absolute garbage like yeah. I think all four of those women are funny separate yeah, you know I like I think they can very much even though Melissa McCarthy is way low on my list I think yeah. I think talking about overrated I think Melissa McCarthy is ridiculously very overrated, overrated. Yes. Uh, but the other three I think are very very funny um, and this movie just looks like hot garbage shit it's corny corny jokes it's the same scenes we've seen before they do the exact same stuff there's nothing different about it so why would i want to see the story again but with worse jokes because that's what it is i mean at one point they're going through a um like a warehouse or something and kate mckinnon uh puts on a hat and glasses with a wig or whatever and she scares someone and they're like oh and she's like, oh, is it the hat? And you're like, oh, that, that is that funny? Like, that was supposed to be good? I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, if this movie makes bad. any money, it shouldn't, but it will. And that's unfortunate. Right. It just, right. it was one of those things that didn't need to be made. That's all. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. So watch that trailer and enjoy yourself, but it's shit. And that movie will be shit. Um, mark, mark the words. Trailers, when you see a trailer... It can be a trailer can be good and then it has two it has two routes. It's either a good movie or they cut the best parts in the trailer and it's actually a bad movie. Like that's what happens when you have a trailer, right? Good right. or bad. Well, I mean, either the best trailers are the teaser trailers anyway, and they should never really go past that. Cause once you do that, that's when they feel like they have to keep like upping themselves and they go from thirty seconds to like Four and a half minute clips, and you're like, w- why? That's not All necessary. Right. No, very true. I get the premise in 30 seconds, like you're supposed to, and if you're a good editor, you can do that. True. Yeah, they uh, they're definitely going into it way more. It's the same as we were talking recently about the uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. They've been giving away a lot with that, where before it was just a small time marketing, and it was just little clips, and they had that haunting song, which I thought was good. Um, right. You know, that kind of thing worked. For that now I'm not so sure about the about the movie anymore but I do like Mary Elizabeth Winstead like and I do like John Goodman 
So I don't know who the guy is. The guy looks familiar, but I forget his name. Yeah, I can't place him either. Something. I'm, I'm sure. I, I apologize to him. You know, since he's listening, you know, gotta. You never know. Yeah. So anything else that has come out movie-wise recently? That I care about? Well, no, it's a podcast. Yeah. We can talk about things you don't care about, too. No, I mean, the only train wreck that's happening at the end of the month is obviously Batman and Superman. Yeah, I can't believe we're we're that close. We're that close to that shit. Maybe trailers will be good. Well, they cut Jenna which Malone. Which they don't show in front of a premiere, by the way, which will suck, but whatever. Oh, right, right, right. Well, they cut Jenna Malone out of the movie. Um, I don't even know what character she was supposed to play, <laughs> but... It doesn't just, matter. It's a train wreck of every single fucking DC character they could possibly throw. I'm surprised Suicide Squad has made some sort of weird cameo in it. Like, really? Fuck. They could. They're both rated PG-13, right? So Might as well. I, I'm only... I just... Um, I, go ahead. I was just going to say I was going to touch on the Oscars. I'm just happy to say that Mad Max Fury Road didn't win anything that it shouldn't have won. I'm happy it won for makeup. I'm happy it won for production design. Other than that... One nothing, thank God. Best picture, can thank, blow it. Why though? Who gives a shit? Like that's the thing. No, no. I, like I, I would have been beyond mad anyway. Oh. Because it's like, you, fuck you. There's no way. Like this is such a bad movie. Uh, I don't think it was a bad movie. I just don't think it deserved the hype that it got afterwards. That's all. No. Definitely didn't deserve the hype. No, but that's just it, though. Like, the original Mad Max, there was a story to it. There wasn't one in this one. This was run away, oh, shit, never mind, run back. That's not a story. Well, they tricked him by running back. So, I don't know. I could tell you the whole story. If, I'd like if, to point out that Kung Fu Panda has more of a story than this, and that's for children. Well, you watch, first of all, you watch all that shit. I don't watch any kids' movies. Sorry. It's just not the style. I don't know. What can I say? I don't watch kids' movies unless you send me something and like watch it. That's the only time. That's the only time I see this stuff. You need to watch the new movie I just sent you. The Captain's Americas. Winter Soldier. Well, maybe we'll do that the week after this week. So we'll have a good. Probably hate that too. No, I'm gonna like it. (laughs) I'm just gonna be like, I don't remember shooting that scene. Like, where's all my money? Where's my royalties for this movie? Like that's 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 the thing. That's what we got to do now. If someone would actually let me do promotional material and do some shots, I would love to get you in a Captain America outfit. Any, actually, anytime. First of all, we're not talking about your weird fantasies and stuff. We already talked about the Russian. Right, no, no, no. Yes, let's <laughs> your make girl, your me, girl please. porn. <laughs> There's something wrong with girl porn. I that's no. I I think guys have a different definition of girl porn. Well, yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Hey, um, and, no. and, and any uh, publicity is good publicity. So I don't understand why. What's, what's the problem here? Any movie I see Chris Evans in, I'm like, I don't remember filming that and where's my money? That's my problem. I can do. I'll have to say, is what's your number? Amazing scene. I mean, I'm so proud that you're able to just cover that with a towel. <laughs> what is that movie? I don't even remember that one. <laughs> what's your number? I'm going to have to look that up. I don't remember what you it is. You should look. That's a good movie. Is that a movie we need to do? <laughs> because I recommend we do Snowpiercer awesome as well. Part. And it's set in Boston. It's a win-win. Oh, yeah, because I love every fucking movie set in Boston, right? <laughs> fucking That's stupid what we should shit. do. We should do like just a month of like we can do The Town. We can do The Departed. Oh, can I can't watch that it. shit anymore. Like, I just can't. <laughs> I can't deal with it. <laughs> I can't. There was a, there was a great. It's so wicked awesome. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
great great accent there um there was a uh there's a great trailer that i forgot to share with people but it was a um it was a knockoff of the movie spotlight but it's called like s like s p a w t light so it's like spot spotlight and it's the whole movie is the people the people in the movie who aren't from boston like the news agency or whatever like the boss like the globe or whatever talking about how boston is one of the worst cities ever so the whole thing they're like they think they're good at like they all just wear jerseys of things and it's like <laughs> i wouldn't want to raise my kid here either like they talk, they do this whole thing about, it's really well done i would have to find the link again and put it up well that's like you saw boston accents right like you saw that whole spook thing please tell me you saw that i hated that by the way because what? so many people it's thought that was funny. Oh, see, I didn't no, think no, it was no. funny. I didn't see, laugh I don't once. Like him, yeah, I don't like Seth Meyers. Yeah. No, no I didn't think everything out. anyone doing that. Because the reason why I don't like that one, whereas in I, I like the Spotlight one, I don't like the Seth Meyers one because everyone shared that as in a point of pride. Like people really? from Boston. Oh, yeah, all, all my people on Facebook and everyone were laughing because not because it was funny funny to laugh at but because that was done as like a homage tribute. to how yeah a tribute homage to how great boston is so that's what i didn't like about it because that was terrible like that yeah i mean look i couldn't even laugh at it like it was it was the stereotypical jokes that don't that aren't funny but other people are <laughs> laughing because they're like oh this is so great sorry and everybody gets shot in the head anyway that was the only thing that was because that is every Boston movie pretty much, <laughs> except for Goodwill Hunting. Like that's True. every that's every fucking Boston movie, except for I wish it, that happened in Fever Pitch, uh, but it, it didn't. So you know, but yeah, I'll have to send that I'll, I'll have to send that Spotlight one out for everyone because but that one's a literal like you need to get people away from Massachusetts because they're like inbred right. and uh, aren't like really unintelligent. And very racist as well. Like I loved how they went after that because everyone here is like, "Oh, we're not racist." Like oh, this, yeah. I'm uh, pretty sure you are. Pretty sure Boston. <sighs> yeah, it's Boston. It's Boston and Philly are known as some of the most racist places ever. And anyone who pretends they're not is a ridiculous person. <laughs> like that's just the way it is. I love that all the people from Boston are going to be listening to this podcast. I'm gonna you put out. Better. I'm gonna put out that uh that spotlight thing. You gotta say Sweet. it too. Spot, yeah. spotlight. spotlight, spotlight. Have you seen the movie? Actually, have you seen Spotlight? No, actually, I do want to see it though. Yeah, just because I, I love that whole storyline. Ooh, I was a little worried there. Like, where, where were you going with that? <laughs> I, I love that this whole story. This is gonna story. turn dark real fast. Yeah, I love that whole story, <laughs> Kelly. Jeez. One <laughs> well, no, they. What was the one that they did um, a while back? All right, I'm trying to think of what to talk about now. Talking about more things that I hate, but I'm just yes, please. I, I'm blanking though, blanking because we already talked about this movie. I need to check Redbox too. Oh, I did watch um, I watched Dope. Do you you did you uh, ever watch that? I, I like that. that I like that movie a lot actually. Um, it's about the the guys that are in like um Compton. They like live in Compton and basically, uh, they're like three friends who pretend like it's not pretend but they dress and listen to everything like it's the 90s and there's this whole thing that happens where they uh where they end up getting some dope and they have to sell it uh to make money so that they can go to college 
and I thought it was really well done. It didn't. It got a lot of praise. Like it did pretty well, um, but it wasn't nominated for anything. But the Oscars suck anyways. But I thought that movie was pretty good. All right, you got it. Now I can stop. Uh, I can Sorry, stop talking. You can, yeah, you can stop. Okay, so Spotlight is based on. Um, so it, it's the Catholic Church scandal. It's the development of that. That's what Spotlight's bringing out. Okay, yes. so another movie that actually came out in 2008 that actually uh, was pretty good was Doubt, which had Philip Seymour Hoffman in it, and it's the same kind of a deal. It's dealing with that kind of stuff. So that's what I was trying to find. Oh, I, I always blank on him for for some reason. I'm like, I can picture you. What the fuck's your name? Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's passed away. Yes. The fortunate part is his last movies were the um, Mockingjay Hunger Game movies. Hunger Games. Yeah. 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 I just remember him. I'll always remember him in two movies. Can you guess the two movies that I'll always remember Philip Seymour Hoffman in? Yes. Charlie Wilson's War and Capote. No. Those are good <laughs> options. Uh, those are good options. No. Uh, Boogie Nights. Okay. Yeah. Boogie Nights and Twister. Oh, yes, Twister. Yeah, come on. Those are Dusty. two of his best. Yeah, come on, oh. Dusty. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. We, you have the, they're the, they're the bad, the bad Twister hunters. So and then the, the corporate so ones. And then there are the they're ones like us who are here for the knowledge, you know. Right. And, yeah. Finger of God, man. Finger yeah. of God. We need to do that <laughs> fucking movie, too. Yes, oh, please. fucking love Twister. <laughs> that movie's so bad, it's good. Like it's it's again it's like Independence Day too you know like that yeah, kind of thing absolutely. yeah yeah um all right I think what I forgot to do was I forgot to do plugs at the beginning and the end um oh, good. so we'll just we'll do it at the end um is there anything else you wanted to go over on this Friday night no no okay well then do you want to do your plug sure obviously you can hear me hear me here weekly mm-hmm. Ian hates movies um if For you now. actually want to. S- Actually, if you want to see anything that I'm individually doing, I've actually been kind of slacking on it lately. But I am on Instagram, and that's at Nerdy Girl Ivy. Um, it's mostly traveling, comic related, and then obviously I do a lot of costume work, so I tend to publish a lot of that kind of crap. Um, also, I've just gotten onto Facebook, and that's also uh, Nerdy Girl Ivy. And then that's more podcast related, and then it will be more um, creative and cosplay related when we get into that time of year. Okay, there we go. And I guess we'll plug this and all the other shit as well. So hopefully you're listening somehow, um, either iTunes or Stitcher, uh, com. You can find this this stream, Ian Hates Movies, but you can also find my music podcast, Ian Hates Music. Uh, I th- Hopefully we're getting this all on Google Play as well. So that will be another... Android, nice. yeah, uh, did all the submissions and all that kind of stuff. Just haven't got the approval, but not the link yet, so that everyone can actually listen. Uh, so oh. that should hopefully happen. And yeah, if you have suggestions, if you have anything like that, you can suggest on ianhates.com. Also, if you have the time and you can rate us, um, if you can rate us five stars or something on iTunes, that'd be great because obviously the bigger we get, the more popularity, the more people hear it. You can find us on Twitter, Ian Hates Podcast, at Ian Hates Podcast. Um, and that one's shared with the music one. You can also email me at or Ian Hates at uh, gmail.com. So, yeah, I think that's. Oh, and definitely Facebook as well. Share with everyone yes. if you can. All these go out um, on Facebook and uh, Twitter right away. But yeah, if you could share, because it seems like a lot more people use Facebook and share things on there than they do on Twitter. 
It's easier to. Yeah. So any way to get this around uh, would be great because obviously we get more suggestions. We get more people listening. And obviously tonight we've been kind of punch drunk with it being Friday. So I think it worked out well. Woo! I know, right? <laughs> All right. Well, you have anything uh, you'd like to say to everyone, Kelly? Um, no. Uh, oh, so yeah. Hot tub time machine too. Thanks for that. And things um, would change. Things would change. And, but okay, okay. I'm sure they will. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll continue on with this, uh, Pulp Fiction debate. It'll never end. It's a ridiculous know, just like statement. Star Wars. This will just, we'll just continually no, just hate on like, each other's things. It's not like Star Wars. It's, I know. This it's is a, a good, good movie. Star Wars is a good Star movie. Star Wars wouldn't be in any of the top hundred movies. Like, of yours? No, of anyone's. No. Right now, if we went no! to if if we went to like the IMDb top hundred or something like right. that, Empire's Star Wars in the top twenty. No, but top Pulp, 20. Pulp Fiction's it will be higher, for sure. Pulp Fiction has to be higher. I don't think it's gonna beat on Empire. We need to talk about. We need to like find that out then and talk about this later for sure. I can't believe you say these things about Pulp Fiction. It's just, no, it's probably absolutely. I mean, out of all of his movies. Clearly, my least, absolutely favorite, completely overhyped, crap movie. You're just lucky we're in different states. I'm so excited for Kill Bill. We'll talk about Kill Bill. Kill Bill's great. One and two. Thank you. Two's the two's better too, in my opinion. Yeah. But I wish there was a third one of that. That's one where it was an actual trilogy that could have been something else. But right. oh well. All right, now we're getting off on tangents again. All right. Anyway, yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah. So you have anything else? Any a farewell no. or anything? That's no. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I will leave everyone the way I normally do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.